Welcome back to Happy Brain. My name is Sean Block. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this is your first time, welcome. If you've been around a while, welcome back. This is a show we take a look at the lighter side of mental health. Now, when I say lighter side, it doesn't mean that mental health is not a serious subject. It is. But sometimes you have to get a little lighter to get heavier. And today we're talking with Becca Ferguson. She's a licensed therapist, a real human and we had a great discussion today about the differences between self-comfort and self-care. And a bonus, if you're a fan of any of the following, AGT, The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or any TV show that of that nature, there's some references to that maybe. Now, you don't need to know any of those shows to listen to this. Becca is really just talks about some of her personal experiences and she does get heavy and get light. So I do want to give a quick trigger warning. There is some reference to abuse. And if that is a topic that it is not something you want to listen to at this moment, don't listen to it at this moment. But it's not the main part of the show. It's just a part of the story. So enjoy this episode. And we will talk to you soon. Enjoy. So I listened to one of your podcasts uh, and it was, uh, and you mentioned the office and obviously your therapy office is just very cool. Yes. The way you, you have that set up and that space and the little, the little logo that's so famous for the office. Yes. Thank you so much. That and, actually was my husband's idea to name it that. And then I came up with the logo. So technically I get all of the credits. So, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, so last night I was, you know, prepping and stuff and and then um, I just went, okay, let me, I was trying to remember my favorite episodes so I could be, you know, prepared and talk about them. Yeah. And the 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 two episodes that always come to me is uh, the one where Andy sings uh, after he does the um, uh, Sweeney Todd, he does this play. Uh, yes. And it goes really bad and he's in love with Aaron and Aaron doesn't love him and all this stuff. Right. And yeah. And at the end, he's all bummed and down and they were like everybody rallies around them and hey just sing us a song man sing us a song yeah. and and i just remember that as just a uh, very emotional you know oh yeah that's like the that's like a deep cut too like normally that's not one of the office episode office episodes that people would say hey that's my favorite episode so that's like a that's like a deep cut one i i, I appreciate that i do well, well actually i was going to ask you this i'll just ask you this anyway and you know because it was funny. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about is you talk about self-care versus self-comfort. Mm -hmm. And I'm really interested in that because speaking of The Office, um, you know, it is a show that like gives you great comfort. It gives me great comfort. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of time. Sometimes it, I, I, I'm on YouTube with watching clips and everything. Right. But we just mentioned that episode. And the reason I realized I like that show so much is because it gets you out of your head for a minute and you just feel like a little motions, you know, mm. it's a show, it's a funny show, mm -hmm. but there's certain different episodes where it just kind of touches you in a different way. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, so can we start by talking a little bit about self-care versus self-comfort? What do you consider, how do you define those? Yeah. So it's, I have like, you, you were able to look at my website and all that kind of stuff. So I have like a course on my website, which is self-care versus self-comfort. And basically what I do with 
taking those two definitions and making them differently is self care are the things that we do that improves our brain. That's like the exercise, the meal planning, socializing, education, going to work, all that kind of stuff. Like that's like the stuff that's like improving our brain, keeping us sharper. Well, the comfort side of things is like the brain dead activities where it's like, (laughs) I don't have to think about anything. I'm just kind of like here and existing in space. And so um, I think what we notice a lot when we do self-care activities, our anxiety will get really high because we can get very overstimulated with them, right? Mm -hmm. When we do a lot of self-comfort activities, our depression can get really bad because we're just like sunk in on the couch And so I tend to like talk about the difference between self-care and self-comfort because I'll have people that'll come to me and they'll be like, I'm so depressed, but I'm doing a lot of self-care because I'm like taking baths and I'm watching TV after work and I'm, you know, eating the foods that I want to eat and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Mm, no, that's not self-care. Like that is self-comfort. And although that's a really important part of our day-to-day stuff that we're supposed to be doing like self-comfort is the, like, we need to be equal self-comfort as self-care. And so it's like, we're not raising our anxiety too high, but we're not raising our depression too high. We're like really equal balancing here. So for every episode of The Office that you watch, you know, maybe we need to like do a little bit of an exercise or um, reading a book, like a self-help book or, you know, doing one of my online courses or something crazy like that, you know? (laughs) Um, so it's, it's a big difference. And I think when I was going into my self-care journey, having someone tell me that really was a game changer for me. I, I really appreciate that. And I really relate to it because you mentioned sometimes the anxiety kicks up when you do self-care. And one of the things is you you work so hard, you hear all these things, you try so hard to do all these things, self-care. Yeah. You try to eat better, you try to exercise, you try to read, you try to meditate. And it gets, it's like overwhelming sometimes that you try so hard to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so it's like, it, it, it definitely helps. Yes. Food really helps me. It, it all helps me. But what, I sometimes I get stressed about having to do it. And then that kind of defeats the purpose sometimes. Yes. Right? It's, it's really difficult because my husband and I, a couple months ago, we started meal prepping and cause it was something that's like, we, I've always struggled with my weight. I have an eating disorder. And so it's like, um, sometimes I'll go from like not eating anything to eating everything. And it just really depends on like what scale of the eating disorder territory I'm on that month. And so we decided to start meal prepping And there's like some days where it's like, I know we do this on Sundays, we prep for the week, we do this, we do that. But then it's like, man, some Sundays it'll be three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh my God, like, I do not want to do this. I'm being lazy. I've already taken two naps today. And then it's like, as soon as I get up and I start doing it, like there was one Sunday where it was five o'clock in the afternoon. I had already meal prepped for the week. And I had done all the laundry. We literally like 
I'm the type of person when it comes to laundry, like if I am not doing laundry naked, then laundry is not done. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like all the clothes have to be washed. That's like, that's how it is. Like laundry is not done until every article of clothing. And then I'm like, then I'll put the clean clothes Becca, on. Becca, this is a family show, Becca. Yeah. I'm, just oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it isn't. Hey, you know, I mean, we, it's, all, it's, we all have bodies. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, not <laughs> at all. No, I, it's like that. That's just so funny. That's because yeah. I, I know how that feels. Sorry, yes. I've cut you off there, but I thought it was pretty funny. No, no, you're fine. I, I'm like, I'm a really like raw human being. Um, and so it's funny, but I, I, I just was that type of person where I was like, man, that one Sunday where it was five o'clock, I'm like, I literally don't have a single thing to do. And then I'm sitting there on the couch, like watching my TV show and just kind of relaxing. And then I was like, oh, I should do some work. Like I can really get ahead with some like doing some different notes or I or doing uh, making a course or you know editing a workbook and my husband was like why don't you just not why don't you just not open up your computer why don't mm. you just keep relaxing like you've done enough today and so having that balance mm. having that accountability having that person that like really brings it together like that's that's really important for you to have that balance. Okay, so. I go for a run. I exercise after work or whatever. Yeah. Then I can kind of, I'm entitled to sit there and watch. And, and I, I saw in your, in your bio trash TV. Yeah. And and that's not the first time. Like I, I had a, a relationship once and very smart person. Always. She was always, you know, go, go, go. And then she would watch Beverly Hills housewives or something <laughs> at night. Cause she didn't want to think. Right. Yes. Uh, so is it okay then? Is that a good kind of balance? If you kind of reward, is it, can you use it as a reward? kind of so or does that get get kind of depends too much? on the type of person you are <laughs> you know my father-in-law walked in on my mother-in-law and I watching some sort of like I don't know it was something on the beach like men on the beach type kind of show and he was like what is it about women wanting to watch shows with guys that have no hair on them at all <laughs> and we were just like we're not actually watching this. Like, I hope you know, like, we're in a completely different world. Like, we're not actually watching this show, you know? And it's like, for me, my trash TV that I watch, um, like, I watch Love is Blind. And that's, yeah, it, it, that's one of my shows are Married at First Sight or oh 90 gosh. Day Fiance or something like that. Oh. And, you know, my husband will come in and he'll be like, this is so dumb, and it's like, I have to find out who marries who. And he's like, then just watch the last episode. And I'm like, no, you can't just watch the last episode. You have to know all the drama that goes on in between it. And um, one time when Love is Blind came out, my husband and I had a funeral to go to. <laughs> and I was like, we can't leave yet. I can't go to this funeral not knowing if she says that she's going to marry this person. And he was like dude is it really that serious i'm like yes yes it it's is. not it's not just women that watch that that's one of my favorite shows again yeah i you just you it's just it's been, a train wreck it is and you have to watch it but so okay so, so some self-comfort is is good i guess like yes. you said the balance between that and i definitely i'm going to check it out the what you teach and things like that because that's to me that's a balance sometimes you just need to just veg out right mm -hmm. chill like you did on that sunday afternoon yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention too, oh, the, the question I had too is, and I kind of alluded to this a second ago, one of the th reasons I watch those shows is is for like the music shows. Like I watched the 
you know, all the, uh, the voice and uh, yeah. America's Got Talent, all that. And I really enjoy like getting emotional when I watch it because I'm not yeah. emotional during the day and you get, you know, tears come up. Is that a way to kind of tap into your emotions and get out of your head? Is that kind of watching those shows? Is that a, is that a healthy outlet? Yeah. So I kind of joke around with my clients sometimes where it's like they'll I see them in session like they'll want to cry or they're wanting to feel feelings, but they're like not 100 percent sure that their feelings aren't going to hurt them. So then I'll like encourage them, go home, watch something that'll make you cry. And 90% of the time, I encourage them to watch My Girl. I don't know if you remember that movie, but like, where's his glasses? Thomas J needs his glasses. Gets me every single time. You know, it's like, that's, I'll watch the last 20 minutes of My Girl and I'll be like, okay, I'm done. You know, like, I'm a sobbing mess. But watching like America's Got Talent or The Voice and like hearing those stories and it's like, you know, this person is going to get the golden buzzer mm. because obviously their story is a lot longer than everybody else's, right? Like, you know that this is coming, but still you're just like, I feel so happy for this human being that is getting this thing that it's like, they deserve it. Right. Mm. And then you're following that person, you're seeing their inspirational stories. And then it's in turn, like motivating you to follow your dreams. Like I follow um drew lynch and preacher lawson we got to see um preacher lawson at the comedy club here um and he was on agt and then drew lynch was on agt and we're seeing him in september at our comedy club and i'm just like i remember watching these people and like following them and seeing everything that they've gone through and just like having that emotional connection Mm -hmm. with someone that you've never met before but knowing like hey i can get through what i'm getting through because this like we now have the amazing opportunity to watch people grow on social media Mm -hmm. right and so these we're seeing a lot more of these people that came from nothing that are growing into something that are showing us their full authentic journey and you're just like hey i was there from the very beginning with this kid and like i saw how far that they went and it's like this motivating factor for you too. I mean, it's kind of just helps you grow as well. So you feel like you're connected to that person. So you're talking about there. We always talk about such a negative sides of, of TikTok and all the social media and how you can go down a rabbit hole, but it's the other way too. You can actually use it to lift you up. I wish there was a filter on Mm. YouTube and on TikTok that said, okay, positive emotions, negative emotions, you know, (laughs) Because it, 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 because I find my and, and generally TikTok kind of brings up the things that you watch, so it kind of right. help you in good or bad way. Right, taking all those experiences, all that you you went through, being that real human, going through depression, which I can relate to. I do this show, and I still go through depression, anxiety, all those things. And you know, hearing the the lighter side is nice for sure. It gives you mm-hmm. tips and tricks, and you know. It, but thanks for you know reminding me, reminding us that we still go through things and it's, and it's okay. And as you go through these, as go through these things, you're also sharing and helping other people. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like to me, that's a real selling point, not selling point, but a strength that you have as a therapist is you're able to really relate. And I think I read somewhere, you're a therapist that goes to therapy or something like that. Is that right? Yeah. That's a big part of 
who I am. Um, I do go to therapy. Actually, I have therapy today. And so I'm really excited about it. Like after I get off this call, I'm going to sit on my, on the couch in my office and I'm going to do my mindful self-compassion workbook and work on that next chapter, kind of get in the space of getting prepared for therapy. And then I'm going to go to therapy and talk about what I've learned and how I'm processing it. Maybe I'm having difficult difficulties working with um, understanding like how I work with a client or how that story affects me or what it's bringing up. Because one thing that therapists don't really share is like how much their clients actually help them heal. And I think that that is, it's a weird thing to say because we don't want our clients to feel responsible for our healing and they're not right. Um, but there's times where I'm giving advice to a client and I'm like, I really need to listen to what I just said. That was super good advice. And I'm the type of therapist that'll be like, damn, I need to listen to that like out loud. And you know, the, my client will be like, did that just hit for you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that, that did. And so I, I do a lot of the stuff when I say I'm a real life human being and I say I go to therapy, I'm not doing it because it makes me better for other people. I'm doing it because it makes me figure out who I am. Mm. And I had my identity lost for so long with all the abuse that I went through. And it just was like this, you can even tell in some of my, in that one particular TikTok where I talk about like, Hey, this podcast came out. I'm trying to work it. Like you can see me dissociate in that podcast where I'm like, I cannot believe that this is actually happening. And I'm like, I kind of want to throw up a little bit because I'm saying this sentence for the first time out loud, but having so many people that I grew up with that validated me, that were like, I had no idea that this was going on. And like, if I would have known, I would have done something. And it's like, we were all kids. We had no idea what was going on, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, now I'm able to really show my clients, like, I'm not going to make you do the hard things when I'm not doing the hard things. Mm, I hear you. I mean, who wants to have someone that's not practicing what they're preaching? You know, I, I really appreciate it. And I can relate in the sense of, you know, I listen back to a lot of these episodes myself, you know, because yeah. I'm getting the advice. That's one of the reasons I do the show. I get to learn from people like you so much. Now you mentioned, and I, I've taken a look at your site and you have, a lot of online courses too. It sounds like that's a service that you're really offering. Is it to, is it to reach more people and where, what's, what's the website for people to go to? Yeah. So they can check out my website. It's Becca Ferguson, LPC.com, or you can check me out on all the social medias at Becca Ferguson, LPC, except for the tweeter. I really don't use the tweeter that much. And so, um, yeah, you can go to my website. It's Becca Ferguson, LPC.com. I have four mini online courses um, it's self-care versus self-comfort, the wise mind, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, or what you often hear is DBT. Um, I have something on smart goals, which is often used a lot with eating disorders and weight loss. And then I have another one, which is the window of tolerance, which is trauma. Mm -hmm. And that's a uh, fight, flight, freeze, understanding mm -hmm. the different things outside of your window of tolerance, that fight, flight, freeze behavior. 
And, um, those mini courses are all $27, but, um, I, when I work with podcasts and I get out there, I always give 10% off. Um, so if you use the code happy brain, whenever you go on there, then you'll get 10% off all my mini courses. And, um, I would love for you guys to get on there and, and watch them. I do these mini courses because I was finding myself sharing these concepts in this new humanistic way that other therapists weren't sharing it. And I think that's what makes me a little bit unique. Like I use gifts and jokes and um, I have random things pop up in the videos and my workbooks are full of, you know, different um, images and things like that. It's not just words on a page. And so get on there and check out these courses and, um, you know, learn more about yourself. I try and make it as accessible as possible because everyone deserves to understand therapy in a new way. Um, so I have that available as well as like a fully online anger management course. If you've gotten into some trouble with the law and you need some anger management, then you can also go check that out. Um, on my website. And then I also do virtual coaching groups as well. So if you want to interact with me one-on-one and you're across state lines, um, then you can also check out my virtual coaching groups. Well, thank you. Definitely. I'll list all that in our show notes. Well, thank you so much, Becca. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and hope to talk to you again. I, we didn't get a chance to talk about some other things. So hopefully we can connect again and talk about some actual practical treatments and things that you do and emdr is definitely one of them it's really an important one i'd love it thank you so much for having me and if there's anything that i can do for y'all just please reach out like i said becca ferguson lpc.com uh send me uh send me a note and i'd love to help thank you for listening to another episode of happy brain if you enjoyed this make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. So the last thing I want to ask you, it's, I think it's pandemic time and I think you were getting married. You talked about your husband. I think you were about to get married. Anybody that understands the office will understand this reference, but cutting your tie. Yeah. You actually, can you, did you actually do that? Did he, did your husband actually cut his tie during the wedding? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. He definitely did. So, um, you know, it's really funny because my husband and I do not resemble Jim and Pam really at all. We're more like Bob Vance and Phyllis, I really <laughs> think. But, um, you know, it's yes, I did. We bought him a cheap black tie and um, I put scissors inside of his getting ready box and the photographer did cut his tie. I actually, if it wasn't for copyright, I would release it. But for our own personal thing, I made a um, theme song with clips from our wedding stuff to the office music. And so it's like, I would share that with everybody, but you know, copyright and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm not paying a million dollars to the office enterprises for me to use their music, but um, yeah. So the office is actually the only thing that we agree on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <in life. laughs> and so um it's one of the things that 
we can both be having a bad day and really just look at each other and be like, Hey, um, you want to watch the office? It's like, yep, sure. And so, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a fun time for sure.